Hey everybody, good morning. This is the second installment on Talk While I Walk. It's about 6.30 a.m. in New Jersey, um, and it is the 27th of July, um, 2022. And, you know, I'll try and do these when I go walking. Uh, Today I wanted to focus on the five pillars of Lenora for everlasting health and wellness. It is a course that I developed with a beautiful man, Kevin Miles. He's in California. I'm here in Jersey, but we met over a um, fitness um, podcast. We are both on a health and wellness podcast, obviously from different areas, but our energy just meshed. And he helped me feel confident enough to do this and put this out, the course, and I'm sure there'll be more collaborations, but I wanted to talk about the five pillars of Lenora for everlasting health and wellness, and you can read about that in my link tree, which is linked in the description of the podcast, and I will link it in the show notes. Um, pretty much, it's all about, it is about the 40 years uh, that I've been in the health and wellness industry and everything that has worked for me through trial and error. And there will be more trial and error until I die. You know, um, I'm always, you know, I'm always um, adjusting to what my body needs, what my mind, body, and heart need. Uh, But these things have been the mainstays, really. So... They are pillars, but they all intertwine. So the first pillar is nutrition and breath. And I put that first because you can't live without food and water and breathing. Um, But when I talk about breath, it's specifically nasal breathing, where a lot of people don't even think about that. But our mouths are not meant for breathing. It's not even in the medical textbooks at all. It's not meant for breathing. We are supposed to breathe through our nose, in and out with our nose. And without getting into much detail, because this is these are very short little podcasts, and I intend to do longer podcasts. I intend to uh, collaborate with people and do podcasts together and do a lot of different things. I'm not set to one thing, but... I'm not going to go into tremendous detail, but um, that's breath. And nutrition is obviously eating high-quality, nutrient-dense food. And it all stems to that. So what are you filling your body with? When you eat high-quality, nutrient-dense food, all the other pillars fall into place. You know, everything stems from what we're putting in our body. You truly are what you eat. You definitely are. And the reason I am so adamant about this pillar is that um, nutrition saved my life uh, from when I was um, stricken with bulimia when I was young. um, I had bulimia from 16 to 22. And of course, there are a lot of things that I had to work on and definitely wasn't an overnight thing that saved me. But... um, when I started honing in on my nutrition, 
that's where things started changing immensely because then I would think before I would reach for whatever triggered my bulimia. And um, I intend to go into this in more detail also, but I wanted to give you just the foundation of the five pillars. So it's nutrition and breath. The second one is training. And it's not just going in the gym uh, and strength training, although obviously that is extremely important. It is active recovery, it's balance, it is flexibility, it's mobility. Um, so it encompasses a lot than just going in a gym and lifting weights, although man, that's so important um, to me. Strength is paramount, you know, and in being a RN and working, when I was working as a nurse, I worked with in senior, in, with senior citizens. And you see the detrimental effects of not keeping up on your strength, um, muscle mass, bones. Uh, it is very sad that as we get older, we can, we can ward off of these issues, but you know, we get more sedentary and more sedentary, and then we just whittle away. And it doesn't have to be true. The third pillar is um, the third pillar is community and support. So community and support is who are you surrounding yourself with? Are they fixing you crown, your crown? Or are they bringing you down? Um, this is so important um, in life. If you're trying to better yourself and you have people around you saying, it's okay, just eat that cookie, or it's okay, you don't have to work out today, that's not, that's not who you need in your space. You know, you need people who are going to be like, yes, good for you, go. You know, I've been fit chained from people that were extremely close to me and that I had to eventually get out of my, you know, get out of my space, you know, out of my circle because it just wasn't serving me well. And it's really important. But beyond people, your community is also, uh, if you look really deep into it, it's what are you surrounding yourself in your house with, in your cupboards, in your refrigerator? Um, are you spraying things in your house? Are you using perfumes and Febreze and candles that are detrimental to the air that you're breathing? Um, what kind of shows are you watching? What kind of podcast are you listening to? What kind of music are you listening to? Um, what are you doing? Are you watching the news constantly? Do you have it on in the background? Um, so it goes beyond just people. So look, you, we're going to hone in and look deeper into that pillar also. It's very, very important. Um, the fourth pillar is mindfulness. Um, when you are more mindful, you're going to be more conscious of your decisions. And that goes with whatever food you're grabbing, what people you're going to hang out with, the thoughts you're thinking about yourself. And a lot of people associate mindfulness with just yoga or just um, meditation, it kind of scares them off. And I like all, like I said on the yesterday's podcast or the day before, uh, nature, like almost everybody can walk. So if you could just go out in nature 
without your earbuds in, um, without listening to a podcast, without listening to anything except for the sound of your feet on the earth. You probably hear me crunching on um, the earth and listen to the birds and the trees and the sounds of nature. You know, that will hone in and let you be more mindful of what is going on in the moment. Uh, so that is a great way to work on your mindfulness. And that goes, and that connects with the nutrition. Like I said, when you're eating high quality, nutrient dense food, your mind is going to be clearer. You know, you're going to be able to think better. So they all intertwine, like I said. The last pillar is consistency and discipline. Uh, I'm not really much of a motivational, motivation person <laughs> relying on motivation because a lot of the time, I feel like a why is stronger than motivation. Like, what is your why? You know, what's your why? What, what, what gets you out of bed? What will give you that kick in the ass to get the work done, to do it? You know, I don't even think about it. I just, when, it, when you do, when you get a routine going and you start the routine, and I'm not like a lot of people. I'm, I'm, I've been working out over 40 years now. And working on myself for over 40 years. But it's just like anything else. It, you develop a new habit. You know, you write a new story. And it becomes a part of you. Like, I'm sure you don't think about brushing your teeth or taking a shower or anything like that. It just, it just happens because you develop that habit. And so my thing is, if you can develop bad habits, you can develop good habits. So I like to look at it that way. You just have to have patience and develop develop the consistency and discipline and just do it. Did you go to the gym or didn't you? You know, um, big a big why for me is um, not having to rely on anybody as I get older. And again, I'll go back to being a nurse, you know, and seeing your independence, people's independence being taken away. And, you know, some of them are relatively young. Like, to me, 75 is young. You know, yeah, I'll be 58 November 1st, but I'll do everything I can toward having to, to rely on other people. Of course, you can't control unforeseen events that happen to you. But the things that you can control, I'm going to control. <laughs> you know, I can control what goes in my mouth. I can control what's in my cupboards and what I'm spraying in my house and what I'm putting on my body. And I can control um, whether I go out for a walk or not or that I get up and get my ass into the gym. When I say gym, your gym can be you going to a gym, a bedroom, a basement, outside. doesn't have to literally be a gym, but just somewhere you can get your body moving. Um, so... Those are the pillars. Those are the five pillars. And, and they will intertwine. And as you can see, there is no magic pill, no magic diet, no magic supplement. Um, it takes time. It takes discipline. It takes consistency. And But it's possible. So, you know, I mean, if you want to rely on a drink or whatever, that's going to backfire on you. The reason why diets don't work, supposedly, is that you're doing the wrong one. Now, 
diet to me isn't a bad word. Diet is just my way of eating. So it's the money diet, Susan diet, Frank diet, whatever. Uh, it doesn't have to be a bad word either. Anyway, on that note, I want to make these short and kind of brief. And um, if you have any questions or you have anything you would like me to talk about on this podcast, you can email me or actually I think my number, my Google number is on there on my show notes also. And not my show notes, but in my description of my podcast, you can text me or email me. It's a new dawn for you. So it's it's a new dawn. The number four, the letter U at gmail.com. And you could ask any question. I don't talk politics or religion, but everything else is fair game. So if you want to know more about me, or you want to know anything about health and wellness, just shoot me a question. I'd be happy to answer it if I can. If I can't, I'll find out the answer for you and answer it. So on that note, you guys have a wonderful, healthy, and blessed day. Good morning, everybody. It is me, Lenny. This is Talk While I Walk. So you're going to hear my feet on the ground. And these are just short little short little tidbits of things that are information or things that are on my mind um, while I walk. And today I was thinking about uh, anti-fragility. So what exactly does that mean? Well, to me, anti-fragility means that you don't want to always be fragile, fragile in life. Uh, I have five children. They're all grown now but I do it with my grandkids too. I don't protect them from everything, you know? Um, Of course, I'm gonna protect them from danger, but I don't go crazy and run and, ooh, are you all right? Um, You know, even even one of my grandkids, he has a hard time losing. (laughs) And that's a lot like my son, his dad, my oldest boy, uh, he was a lot like that where he couldn't lose at anything. And even that is when you when you have the art of being able to lose gracefully, to me that's part of antifragility. It's you don't want to protect your kids from losing either because that's a part of life and if they always win, you know, they're not going to be pleasant people when they get older. They're going to be assholes. Uh yes, I do curse. I curse a lot. I'm going to try not to do that on here, but there's just no other word for it. You know, if you protect your kids for so long from losing, from um, the bad times, the uncomfortable times, and, and you're out there and protecting them from everything, they'll grow up to feel entitled. And that's not a real great personality. But anti fragility goes further than that. Um, I don't know if you guys are, in, are um, familiar with the, like a cold plunge or, you know, getting yourself in really cold showers or <clears throat> actually it's like, a, <clears throat> excuse me, like a bath of ice uh, and you dip yourself in it and it's freaking cold as anything. 
But by doing that, you make yourself anti-fragile. Like, you know, those polar bear, uh, they go and they go to, on the beach and in the dead of winter and everybody goes into the ocean when it's freezing cold. Well, by bringing yourself into that environment, you make yourself anti-fragile. If you're so used to constant regular temperature, you go in the house and it's always at a certain temperature to keep you comfortable. You get in your car and you get the air on so it's comfortable. You are very warm when you're walking, uh, when it's freezing cold, or you set your body temperature at a certain temp to be comfortable. Well, if we're always like that, we don't become anti-fragile. By dipping yourself in, I'm just gonna use this as an example, dipping yourself in that cold immersion, you actually strengthen your immune system to be able to protect you from the things that, if you were fragile, wouldn't be protected from. So, like viruses and things like that, colds, things that might happen if you were fragile. So it actually strengthens the immune system by making yourself go into these different environments. You could start with just even a cold shower, even for a couple of minutes or even a minute, and go from there. But you could look that up. Look up cold plunges and the benefits. Besides that, it's great for inflammation and skin. And um, like I said, strengthening the immune system. So anti-fragility, it's almost like, like going through adversities. That's the post I did today on TikTok was, actually it wasn't today, but I talk about it all the time, going through adversities, making you stronger. I wouldn't take back any of my adversities because they make us, they make us who we, we are. And if we didn't go through the hard times, we wouldn't know we wouldn't appreciate the good times, you know, and both will go by, will go by bad times and good times. So really, really, you know, they both disappear to really, really cherish and appreciate those good times and know that, you know, life is an ebb and flow, you know, it's not linear, but by making us ourselves anti-fragile, like, go after what you want to, you know? Go go break through the fear. And you get stronger from it, just like lifting weights. If you were fragile in the gym and lifted two-pound dumbbells and just kept curling the same ones, you're not going to grow. So you got to be anti-fragile. you got to be break out, the, out of that comfort zone, you know? So... Like, I want to make these short and brief, but that was on my mind today. Being anti-fragile. And on that note, you guys, I wish for you a wonderful, healthy, and blessed day. Take care.